Welcome to the A Way to Lose podcast. I am your co-host and Lifestyles Weight Management Specialist, Kim McPherson, along with my co-host, Dr. Wes Ward. This podcast is designed to provide insight into creating a lifestyle change proven to help you lose weight. Throughout this podcast, we will also discuss the different topics within the health and weight loss industry, as well as health conditions related to obesity. Not only will this podcast be informative, I promise you it will also be fun. So stay tuned and thank you for joining us for today's podcast. Hey everyone, thank you again for joining us for another episode of the Way to Lose podcast. I'm your co-host Kim McPherson along with Dr. Wes Ward. I'm very excited about today's episode. I've actually been looking forward to this one because it's so prevalent to the time of year that we're in and that is how to handle eating during the holidays. Um, It's something that a lot of people tend to struggle with because of the amount of get-togethers and events and the food that we all are um, subject to during this time. Uh, So the first thing I wanted to cover is I want to talk about how, a little bit about COVID. So when COVID started and we began social distancing and sheltering in place, uh, there was some studies that started coming out about weight gain during quarantine. And they first were calling it kind of jokingly the quarantine 15. Basically you would, you know, it's projected that people will gain an average of 15 pounds Uh, through quarantine period, uh, because they're sedentary at home, you know, gyms were closed, people weren't being active, and food was a very popular thing, and it still is. Um, However, now that's kind of moved because COVID has stayed a lot longer than anybody wanted, and it's kind of switched to now a quarantine 50. Um, And I really, truly believe that that is where it's headed, especially because of the time of the year we, we are in. During the holidays, um, between Halloween and January 2nd, the average person is, will normally gain 7 to 14 pounds. However, due to the fact that this is a much different year for us, uh, that number is expected to climb between t- 10 and 20 pounds within that three-month time period. So that's very larger scale of numbers to look at. It's a lot of weight to gain in a short period of time. Uh, so it's definitely something people need to be mindful of, and we want to kind of walk you through that and also uh, share with you some tips on how you can manage eating during the holidays. You know, with that, Kim, another thing that often adds to that is the stress that the holidays bring. It's pretty common during the holidays for people really to eat their feelings they may be struggling with depression. You know, you've lost somebody over the holidays in years past and you miss them during the holidays. Um, Just thinking of loved ones that should be there that aren't. And so it can be very easy to kind of feel down in the dumps, feel kind of blue and eat your feelings. Uh, And anxiety kind of goes along with that. Uh, For some people, family get-togethers, Christmas parties, social events can be really stressful. They can be really anxiety-provoking. And so it can make it really easy then since food is often the star of that event, especially around the holidays, then 
we can tend to eat our feelings at those events. <clears throat> this is especially true, you know, if we're standing around, uh, we're talking to people, it's a buffet style, you know, you can do a lot of mindless eating, you can do a lot of eating your feelings during that time. So it's so important, you know, when we get into the holiday season, to along with thinking about, okay, how am I going to deal with the food I encounter? Also to give some thought to how am I going to deal with my emotions and making a conscious effort to say, I'm not going to eat my feelings this year. I'm not going to let my emotions drive my eating behavior. Absolutely. And that's something we get so caught up in. And some of the times we don't even pay attention to it. We are so caught up in our emotions. We're so distracted that we aren't giving our emotions the attention that deserve. And we're also um, not paying attention to the amount of food we're consuming. And along with that is, you know, we tend to consume more food this time of year. Um, It's just kind of a common thing. Uh, we have to still focus on how to burn those extra calories. Um, so it's definitely something where you have to continue keeping up your workouts. And yes, during the holidays, some gyms will be closed um, or there'll be limited access. And some of that's probably going to be COVID related and it will also be uh, holiday related. So you definitely, just because the gym's closed, um, that doesn't mean skip the workout. There are ways that you can work out at home uh, and there's, there's numerous opportunities to do that. It, you don't, you don't have to have a bunch of equipment. Um, you ever, most everyone now has a smart TV. Uh, you can pull up tons of workouts on YouTube, anywhere from Zumba, cardio, strength training, HIIT. You can walk at home. Uh, you can do walking in your living room as if you were walking outside. So if you live in an area where the weather's cold and it's not feasible for you to go out, um, or you want to continue social distancing, You can access thousands and thousands of exercise videos on YouTube. And also Amazon Prime has exercise videos as well. There's much more variety on YouTube, but you can definitely do that. Um, One of the things we do at A Way to Lose is we provide you with a workout and we can create a workout for you to do at home. So it's definitely very feasible to do that. Um, But the goal is to definitely get the exercise in, um, whether it's even if you can go walking, but you've got to do something to stay um, active so that you burn off the excess calories you will be consuming during the holidays. Well, and with that, just the things available there, you know, right at your fingertips on YouTube and, and some fun ways to get exercise, dancing or kickboxing, or there's just all kinds of stuff, you know, and I think there's so many more opportunities right now in that respect than there were 25 years ago. You had to have a workout CD or a tape and and you only had one and you were just stuck with whatever was on it. And that's just not the world we're living in anymore, thankfully. So there's all kinds of things that you can do to get extra activity at home. Exactly. And that's as long as you're getting the activity and do something you enjoy. It's always funner. I mean, to do something you enjoy. So definitely try to find something, whether it's dancing or Zumba or hula hooping, even definitely focus on something you enjoy doing because it makes it the workout a lot less difficult. And it's not something you dread. It's something you look forward to. 
Yeah, for sure. With Thanksgiving coming up, you know, that's often a challenge for people trying to stick to a meal plan. And so one of the things that I think so important, whether it's Thanksgiving or it's Christmas or whatever the holiday is, is to make sure that you have a plan for that holiday. Decide in advance how you're going to deal with it. You know, if you go to a holiday event, it's going to be too late to decide what am I going to do once I get there? Because again, like we said, if it's a buffet style or whatever, it's all laid out there. It's going to be so tempting and it's going to be hard at that point to say, okay, what's my plan? So one of the most important things I want to encourage you to do when you're thinking about the holidays is have a plan for what you're going to do. And hopefully some of the things we're going to talk about today are going to help you do that. Exactly. So let's talk about the holidays and let's talk about the food consumption. Cause I don't think people really see that in perspective uh, because of, like you said, they're so caught up in their, you know, in their emotions and, and it's not only emotions and it's, there's, it's hectic. I mean, there's constantly, there's, you know, holiday events going on and things and family get togethers. And a lot of families, you know, they have, they go, they do more than one Thanksgiving. They do more than one Christmas. Uh, so, and it's, there's so much going on that we lose sight of our goals and our focus. So I wanted to kind of break it down when you think about it. So like Thanksgiving, like I said, you'll have families who have to go to more than one Thanksgiving. So they, they could end up having two or three meals just Thanksgiving and something else with that, um, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, the average Thanksgiving meal that person consumes. Now this counts you know, the entire meal, you know, eating, eating dessert and all that is about 4,000 calories for one meal. Um, and that doesn't count any other meals you consume during that day, or if you have more than one Thanksgiving meal. And then also you got to think about the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Um, so you'll have people that, you know, Black Friday, they're not going to have a lot of stores or any stores, I think, open on Thanksgiving now. So they're going to go back to Friday. Um, and it's, I don't even know what their plan is, but if they have the, the shopping at the stores, you know, that's going to be something where you're going to get up early. So people will get up early and go shop. And then when they're done, they go have breakfast. Um, and odds are they're not thinking about counting their calories during that meal um, because they're probably stressed out from battling the stores from all the shopping they did. And then they're going to go home and they may take a nap. Uh, but then there's leftovers. There's the Thanksgiving le leftovers. And here, down here, there'll be a lot of football games. Uh, so there may even be a football party where there's even more food to consume. So you have that, and then that carries over into the weekend. There'll be football games. There'll be family that may be there throughout the weekend. So there's constant leftovers or food preparation. So it's a big food fest from, from Thursday to Sunday. Uh, and people don't realize that. Um and it gets out of control very quickly. So we'll back up just a second. Let's look at Thanksgiving. You brought up a great point there that I think we could do just a little strategy session right here. So if you do have family and you're going to multiple houses on Thanksgiving Day, what's a, a tip or two that you would give people, Kim, to how do I deal with that? Because there may be the expectation of that family or whatever that you're going to eat 
you know, at Aunt Sue's and you're also going to eat at your parents' house. And then you're also going to have to eat at your spouse's or partner's parents' house. How do you deal with that? What, what are some things you can do to maybe be prepared for that so that you don't consume, you know, 4,000 calories at each house? Exactly. So one of the things I say, and this is something we, you know, we do, um, we usually only have one Thanksgiving to go to, but we still do these things um, just because to be prepared. But one thing we do is we take our own drinks. So we carry water and diet drinks and stuff because we know that there will not be any low calorie drinks available. It's usually um, punch and sugar sodas and things like that or sweet tea. Uh, so we take our own drinks that are low or no calorie. That's one thing we always do. Um, the other thing is, is for someone that goes to more than one event, um, usually, you know, Thanksgiving's buffet style. And there's the meal table with all the foods on it and dessert table. So do the dessert plate. The dessert plate's always much smaller. Um, and just, you know, and do small portions on that little plate. And that way you can get a little taste of the things you enjoy um, but it's definitely use the small dessert plates because you're going to have three of these. You have to think about that. And, and that's going to be, that's still after the three, if you go to three different locations, that's going to be a pretty hefty meal at that. So you definitely want to use the dessert plates um, when you're doing that and portion accordingly. Um, have your favorites, you know, definitely have the things you enjoy, uh, but just do it in smaller portions. Now, some people prefer to, do another thing that we'll do is a lot of people like they have just one event they're going to go to is I'll tell them to be very, very vigilant with their eating throughout the day. Eat very, very light. Um, try not to consume very many calories as all. Um, and then you're kind of saving a, that bulk of the calories for that meal so that you aren't, um, you know, breaking the calorie bank per se. Um, and some people do chalk it up to a cheat meal, but usually they're still exercising. So I definitely say get the exercise in if you're going to go more than one event, definitely do small dessert plates. Take your own drinks um, so that you can control that calorie consumption. And um, if you're safe, don't eat, you know, try to save your calories for these locations. Um, eat very light uh, so that you aren't consuming all of the calories in one sitting. You know, another idea is, you know, if you do have, a couple of places that you're going to, you know, I've personally never tried this, but it might be worth thinking about is so say you have three houses you have to hit on Thanksgiving day. Well, maybe decide, okay, we're going to eat only a small amount of appetizer at the first house. We'll eat a small meal at the second and we'll do dessert at the third Absolutely. and kind of do it like a roving meal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so there's just all kinds of options there uh, for, you know, dealing with, especially multiple locations, which, like we said, is challenging. So there's some tips there for you. You know, you mentioned Black Friday and the weekend and, and how that the food just kind of keeps going. And the idea that oftentimes after Black Friday shopping, people go out and eat. They'll eat, maybe go breakfast, or if they've shopped long enough, stop and hit lunch. And a tip I have there is plan ahead for that. And what I mean is maybe talk to whoever you're going to go with 
and decide Thanksgiving Day, you might be with people that you're going to shop with the next day, Thanksgiving Day anyway, and say, hey, do you know where you want to go eat breakfast or where you want to go eat lunch tomorrow for Black Friday? And then go ahead and plan for that. You know, I did that this morning. In fact, I had breakfast with a friend. I knew that we were going to breakfast this morning. And so yesterday, I knew where we were going. And so yesterday, I put in and logged what I planned on eating at breakfast. So I already knew to yesterday what I was going to eat this morning. So that when I got there, one, I didn't have to make a decision. It was already done. And then I was able to stick to my meal plan by just simply planning ahead. And I think that's so important, like as we think about the weekend after Thanksgiving and Black Friday, is just plan ahead. Absolutely. And, the, and that tip where you said about entering your calories, um, you know, go in there and, you know, if you go in there, like with we, we suggest um, using a calorie counter, use your calorie counter, whether it's my fitness pal, we, we, I like that one. But no matter which one you use, go in there and load some dishes, some meals and sides you would enjoy, whether it's Thanksgiving, the day after, things like that. And look, look, get a good visual of how many calories that is and, and how much fat and all that that's in that. And sometimes that alone will kind of, you know, kind of make you be more mindful because it can get, I mean, it can go well over 4,000 if you're not careful. Well, and it can uh, help. But definitely. Sorry, that can help you in planning those other meals, right? If Absolutely. you know that Thanksgiving meal is going to be in the evening and you put that meal in first, then it helps you know how many calories you have left over for breakfast and lunch that day for the following day because you you put in that big meal first. Exactly. Absolutely. And, you know, and a lot of this, the same thing carries forward in the rest of you know, the other holidays, like Christmas and Christmas Eve. Uh, and that can be several meals. You could do... Some people do a Christmas Eve breakfast or a lunch or they do a Christmas Eve dinner um, and they could do all three. And then the next day, you know, is Christmas breakfast and then there could be a Christmas lunch and there could be a Christmas dinner. Um, and so it's the same thing, you know, where you want to, you know, the things, things we shared with you on what to do around Thanksgiving. It's the same, same things you want to follow forward with um, on your Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and the day after. Because, again, that runs into leftovers. Um and, and also, you know, moving forward with that, it's, you know, it's pretty much the same concept, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Same thing. You definitely want to be very vigilant and pay attention to the amount of calories you're consuming. And those, and a lot of, and this can get really tricky uh, when you look at a lot of these holidays, because we haven't even talked about factoring alcohol into this. And alcohol consumption not only will boost the calories you're consuming, but let's be honest, we, you know, you have a few drinks, you start feeling really good and you start enjoying yourself and you become, you know, oblivious to other things going on around you. And you're not very conscious and paying attention to you're just eating and grazing and talking and having a good time. You're not thinking as much about the calories you're consuming, nor the calories in those beverages. And so one beer can become a six pack pretty quickly and one glass of wine can become three. Absolutely. Especially if you're spending, you know, all day at the same place and those beverages are readily available. You know, one thing about 
Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, just a tip there and the day after, is go back to your meal plan as quickly after a holiday as possible. Because, you know, the day after Christmas, you may just be back at home with your family, your immediate family, the people that you live with all the time. Just go back to uh, your regular meal plan that day. Um, and, you know, maybe don't take any leftovers with you. That's another great tip is, you know, so often we end up with leftovers or our house because they get sent with us. It's not because we just have all these leftovers. It's because, you know, parents and in-laws from where we all gathered, everybody takes a plate, right? And so mm -hmm. just, you know, maybe try not to do that. And then you don't end up with a lot of leftovers. And, you know, Kim alluded to this earlier is the idea of calorie stealing, is what I call it. That that idea of eating fewer calories at other meals and 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 saving them for the holiday event. I know for Christmas Eve, just throw out a tip there, a personal one that I use is we go to our in-laws. We usually eat dinner that evening, and it's usually not a heavy meal because we know we're gonna have a heavy meal the following day. So we eat kind of a light meal, but I usually bring dessert. Oftentimes that's cheesecake. And so what I do for that day is I plan for that in advance because I want my little piece of cheesecake. It's usually not a big piece, but I want my little piece of cheesecake and I plan for it and save calories for it. And then I can enjoy it and I'm not worried about it. So again, right. that idea of just planning ahead to the extent that you can is so important. Exactly. And something I wanted you kind of alluded to, I want to talk about for a second, um, the guilt and shame. So, and how you feel, it's a couple of things. So you go enjoy, I want you to think about this next time you're enjoying a big meal is when you go enjoy this big Thanksgiving meal and let's say you're not counting calories, you're not paying attention. Think about how do you feel after you finish it? Because let's be honest, you most likely you feel like total crap because you've eaten way too much food. You've consumed way too many calories, way too much sugar, everything. And you're miserable. Um, and then if you are on a weight loss regimen and you're trying to lose weight and, or, and you're trying to eat healthier and all that, then you start having guilt and shame and you start beating yourself up because you did bad. And then what do you do? You just like, we'll chalk it up to, well, I just, I did horrible. I'll just keep doing horrible. And it's like you always say, Dr. Ward, we go from falling off the wagon to eating. That's wagon. right. Um, and that's something, and that, is, uh, that happens a lot um, in around this time. And another thing people tend to do is we tend to justify. Um, and that's part of it. We, well, it's the holidays. Well, so what? Um, just because it's the holidays, it's not a free pass to binge. Um, it's, it's truly not. Yet we, we tend to, we're, you know, we love an excuse to eat. Everyone wants a, an excuse and we want to justify it. Um, but is it really worth feeling miserable? Is it really worth the guilt and shame you're going to experience after? Is it really worth the 10 to 20 pounds you could possibly gain over the next three months? Is it really worth throwing away some of this hard work you've put in to blow it on a weekend bender of food because it's Thanksgiving? Uh, and that's something I really want people to think about when 
when it gets time to Thanksgiving and Christmas and these holidays, is it, is it really worth it? You know, yeah, enjoy your food, but don't stuff yourself and eat yourself to where you're miserable. And then you're guilty. About and that's it. a great point. I love that picture that you just painted there is that idea that if you get to Thanksgiving or Christmas and say you've lost 12 pounds up to that point, we said earlier, right, that it's very easy between Halloween and January to gain between 7 to 14 pounds. Maybe during COVID, that may look more like 10 to 20. So ask yourself, I could blow that entire 12-pound weight loss in a couple weeks between Absolutely. Thanksgiving and Christmas, which is only four weeks. There's only four weeks between Christmas and Thanksgiving thereabout. And then, you know, you're starting back at ground zero again, right after the first of the year. Um, instead of, you know, maintaining that weight and even, you know, here's the other thing I think about is that as a part of a weight loss program, do we want you to continue to lose weight every week of the year, if possible, we do. However, if you're not maybe able to do that during the holidays, but you're at least able to maintain your current weight loss and maintain that weight loss during the holidays, that may be a win for you. And so... Absolutely. I mean, just thinking about having that mindset of doing a little mini evaluation before the holidays of what have I achieved this year? What have I accomplished? And then how do I maintain that through the holidays? And am I willing to risk gaining some of that back because of basically my emotional love affair with food? that we have during the holidays. So just being so mindful of that, I think is important. Absolutely. And then, and also, you know, we're coming up on January and that's, you know, the new year, new year. That's when everybody wants to set the re- re- you know, their new year's resolutions. And, you know, look, the number one is usually weight loss. So if you're someone that has a goal of losing 60 pounds and let's say you've lost 20, and then you come into the holidays and you gain 10 of it back. Do you really want to start New Year's off and now instead of, you know, 40 pounds you have to lose, your goal is now 50 because of the eating and you did over the holiday and you didn't work out. You didn't do the things you needed to necessarily to stay on focus as to whether you to lose or maintain. Um, so think about that because that's an, another one. I think a lot of people come into the new year after a bad you know holiday season where they ate a lot of food and they gained a lot of weight and i think that's one of their struggles is when they get on that scale in january they're in shock they're disappointed they're they become depressed and it makes that first quarter very tough on them because they're still struggling with the guilt of what they weighed in january because of all the heavy eating they did that holiday before. absolutely you know so it's a good time now to maybe create a short-term goal and say, you know, what is a good short-term goal for the next four to six weeks? 
that occurs will happen between Thanksgiving and the end of the year that maybe set a short-term goal there of not to gain any weight, even though you might be trying to lose weight, but set a short-term goal of I'm going to either continue my current weight loss or I'm at least going to maintain, I'm going to make sure that I don't gain any weight. I'll be honest with all of you out there listening, you know, Kim and I are not an exception to the rule all the time, right? Sometimes we live out the rule. And with that being said, you know, I often, with along with most people, tend to gain some weight during the holidays. And so one of the things I've already decided in advance is not to do that this year. That's a goal for me is not to gain weight over the holiday. One, because I think it's important to be a good example for our clients and for our podcast listeners and for all of you out there. But also it's just a personal goal. Absolutely. Well, and like you, you know, my goal is to um, not gain. I hopefully will lose um, between now and Thanksgiving and as well as Christmas and New Year's. But my goal is to minimize my cheat meals um, to the holidays. So I'm saving, you know, I'm not going to have a cheat meal. I will have a cheat meal on Halloween because I have an event to go to. One cheat meal. Um, the next cheat meal will not be till Thanksgiving. The next cheat meal will not be till Christmas. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually cutting back on my cheat meals and saving them for those special occasions. You know, at Way to Lose within our program, we, we, we allow you to have one to two cheat meals a week. And that's fine. Um, I'm just wanting to kind of buy some insurance on the fact that I want to make sure that I lose and don't gain during the holidays. So I'm saving those sheet meals for those days for those that, and it's just one meal, not a day. It's one meal that I'm just saving my cheat meals for those events. Absolutely. So what we're going to, I want to do is kind of maybe go through and just hit some bullet points of tips that maybe will help you through the holidays. Some of these we've kind of talked about in detail, so we won't spend a lot of time on, but to just give you some tips of things you can do during the holidays to help stay on track with your meal plan and to not overeat during the holidays. So the very first one is when you're thinking about the holidays for you, make it about the experience with your family and friends and not about the food even though the food may be the star of Aunt Sue's event over the holiday, you don't have to make it the star of going to Aunt Sue's house. Okay. Uh, so make it about the experience. Make sure that you're focusing on, on your relationships with friends and families members that are there at that event. The second one, and uh, we've mentioned this, is just prepare yourself in advance, have a plan for what you're going to do and how you're going to deal with each of the events that will come up on your holiday calendar. The next one I'll share, and then Kim's going to share some with you, is, and we've talked about this, just minimizing alcohol consumption. Just because there are so many empty calories, as we call it, in alcoholic beverages, it's so easy to consume a meal's worth of calories 
in several drinks. So just be mindful of that. Right. And back to what I said about Thanksgiving, um, definitely focus on the small portions and small plates. Uh, you know, and think about it, you know, when you're at a Thanksgiving, I'm just going to use that as the example. And this is the same for Christmas. You know, you have your meat, your turkey or your ham, and there's tons of sides, you know, and we all love the sides that go along with it. Um, but that's a lot of sides. So you definitely want to really focus on putting small portions on small plates and, you know, make sure you pick the ones you truly want and enjoy. Um, you may not need to get a little bit of everything. You really need to focus on the favorites. Um, another one, and I also mentioned this earlier, is drink lots of water. Um, I didn't talk about one of the reasons we bring our own drinks was sodium. Um, you're going to consume a lot of sodium at these holiday meals and gatherings. Um, it's just, it's going to happen. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why we take, we always bring water and low calorie beverages with this because we know we're going to consume that water and I mean, we're going to consume a lot of salt and we need to consume that water to help offset the amount of sodium we're consuming and to keep it flushed out of our system. Um, and also if you're taking food, if you're going to be providing a dish, uh, we definitely want you to consider taking something that's healthy. Um, and it's in health. There's a lot of healthy foods out there that are, you know, holiday focused that people will enjoy. Um, you can definitely do um, a veggie tray or maybe you're taking a side dish such as, you know, some type of uh, sauteed vegetable or something like that. There's a lot of sides and things you can take that are healthy or low calorie. There are even desserts out there. Uh, so it, you can still participate, bring some good food um, and not necessarily break the calorie bank. You know, with so. that real quick is it's so easy when you're preparing dishes to maybe use a low fat cream soup. If the recipe calls for creamed soup, low fat sour cream, low fat cottage cheese or low fat cream cheese. And, you know, I find oftentimes you don't miss the fat and you still get the flavor because you're mixing it with other ingredients. So, you know, think about that as you're looking at recipes, when we say, hey, take a healthy dish, you know, look at maybe using some of the low fat versions of products available that you're really not going to notice that they're low fat because you are mixing them with other ingredients. Kind of with drinking lots of water, this is a strategy that I recommend a lot is to drink water with your meal and take a sip of water between every bite. And I do this a lot. I will just keep my hand on my water glass as a reminder and I take a bite and then take a sip of water and take a bite and take a sip of water. What this does is it slows down your eating. You will generally end up eating less because you end up feeling more full. And so it's going to help that small plate, that dessert plate of food, go a whole lot farther too. You won't be consuming it as quickly. And that's one of the things we know that leads to overeating is eating quickly. And lastly, and we've talked about this today, is just being mindful. Practice being mindful of one, just how much you're consuming, especially of eating while you're in conversation. So if you are standing around that buffet table and you've brought a veggie tray, 
make sure that you're filling up your hand with carrots and celery and things off your veggie tray so that you can still participate in that conversation and eating experience, but you're eating things that are low in calories, low in carbs, low in fat that aren't going to make a huge difference um, to eating, you know, and snacking kind of at that moment. Exactly. So we we hope you can take these tips we've provided you today and we hope it helps you with your focus and mindset during the holiday eating so that you do stay on target for your goals um, and that it's not a stressful and enjoyable time and that you eat healthy and you're not miserable. Um, but definitely take, take these tips and um, we hope that you apply them to your holiday eating. Um, and we're, we're glad we had you here. Well, today we've, podcast. you know, talked a lot during this podcast about my meal plan and kind of protecting my meal plan. You may be listening to our mod, our podcast and say, you know what? I don't have a meal plan. I don't know what I'm doing. Reach out to us at awaytolose.net. We would be glad to talk to you about weight loss, about weight loss coaching. Uh, and help you get started with a meal plan so that you are prepared for the holidays. And we've also put together a free resource for you. It is our weight loss success guide. It can also be found at awaytolose.net forward slash download weight loss success guide. And the links for the website as well as the success guide is in the description of today's podcast. So go back, click on that, get that guide so that you are well-armed and prepared for dealing with the holidays. Awesome. Well, thank you again you for all of you joining us today. And um, we hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving and we will see you soon. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. We hope that you gained valuable insight that will help you along your journey. To learn more about our weight loss program and to schedule a free consultation, please check out our website at awaytolose.net. That is A-W-E-I-G-H-T-O-L-O-S-E.net. And don't forget, you also download your free weight loss success guide today.